abundance. We all want more of it. Health, relationships, career, prosperity. To be human is to strive for more. There's ample advice on how to create abundance. We need to have positive thoughts and believe in ourselves. But what happens if positive thinking doesn't come naturally? Are we doomed? I'm Jill McCabe, author, entrepreneur, negative thinker turned optimist, and your host on the Thinking Vitamins podcast. For years, I struggled to believe in myself. And for years, I fell short of my goals and aspirations. Until I learned a nifty bit of neuroscience that taught me how we can all rewire our brains to have more positive thoughts, self-belief, and abundance. That's what I created Thinking Vitamins for. Thinking vitamins are sticky ideas, mantras, and perspective shifts that retrain your brain to expect good things to happen to you. So I ask you, are you ready to boost your abundance? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Thinking Vitamins podcast, a podcast with a mission to share ideas, stories, mantras, perspective shifts, and all things related to helping you your abundance. I'm your host, Jill McCabe. And before we dive into today's conversation, please go ahead and like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any of the abundance boosting podcasts that we put out every single week. Today's is all about how you can detoxify your home and enhance your well being. So if you'd like to know how you can start sleeping better, really better and getting high quality sleep. If you're interested in how you can increase your productivity or focus better, or maybe you've been getting low grade headaches and you're not sure why. Maybe you're struggling with breathing a little and you're not sure why. Maybe you've had some unexplained weight gain and you're not sure why. These are all things that are tied to having toxins in our home. And today's guest is going to help us understand things we can do right away to start detoxifying our home. My guest today is Lonnie Brown. Lonnie Brown is a healthy home expert and founder and CEO of Entirely Eco and Wholesome Nest. Lonnie helps parents design and create beautiful, eco-friendly, toxin-free homes for their families. Lonnie is a certified interior decorator, and she's completing her building biologist certification. She specializes in wholesome home design, which blends toxin-free living with interior design for a healthier and more comfortable home. Her certified organic eco-home shop has beautiful eco-friendly home decor for the whole family. Lonnie, I am so delighted to welcome you to the Thinking Vitamins podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Joe, for having me. Really excited to dive into this conversation. And if I'm being uh, honest, a little nervous that <laughs> I'm going to have to get rid of, of some cleaning products <laughs> that, that I like. <laughs> But I know that I'm someone who really does like clean living. I believe in clean eating. I believe in in doing practices for my mind. I believe in doing practices for my body. I believe in all this stuff. And 
I love, well, I love Tide. I mean, I mentioned that before. <laughs> I do. I love the smell of laundry detergent. So, so you can, I don't know what, you can talk to me about that in a minute. Before, before we dive in, it's kind of interesting. This is your passion business, isn't it? This wasn't your main thing. No, no. So I started this business right around 2017. And I had my previous business, which is a staffing business. We do virtual staffing and help business owners scale their businesses with staff. I've had that business for 14 years. And so I was able to do what I help my clients do in that business is basically get, get me out of that business day to day for the most part, let my team and the systems kind of run that business so that I could start this passion-based business. Now I'm still involved with that business and I still do things in the business, but um, having that freedom in that business has allowed me to create this legacy business, which I am so passionate about. Oh, I love it. I'm all about, listeners know I'm all about uh, the, our passion legacy business. And I think our first business often gets us to that passion legacy business. So I think it's pretty exciting. How did you, well, what happened that led you to really realizing that a toxin, because you're all about, this passion business is about toxin-free homes and how that enhances our, our well-being, our, our productivity even. I mean, how, how did you discover that? Yes. Yeah, so great question. So I have lived a fairly clean lifestyle for, I mean, since since about high school, college timeframe. So, you know, 20 plus years. And I had started my journey with clean living or clean eating, clean eating. Um, that was my clean living journey began with clean eating. And I started to look at what the ingredients were in our food products. And of course, as if you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever attempted to research what's actually in the food that you're eating, especially I'm in America, so we don't have the highest standards when it comes to manufacturing food. I was shocked. And so 20 years ago, I started my clean living journey by changing the food that I was eating and eating more whole food and being, being really conscious about the ingredients and the pesticides and preservatives and just all the junk that makes it artificial colors and flavorings, just all the things that the junk that makes it in the food. And so that's where I began my journey. Shortly thereafter, I said, okay, if I'm really conscious about what I'm putting in my mouth, then like what I put on my skin, I should maybe also look into because our pores are like tiny mouths. <laughs> so if I, you know, you kind of look at it from that perspective. So then I started looking into like my lotion and my bath, like my soaps and, you know, the, the cleansers and the makeup and all of that stuff. And then again, shocked at like what ingredients like what's in these products that you're just like lathering on your skin and then your, your pores are just like absorbing all of that. And it's just like, to me, it's like, all right, if I, if I, if I wouldn't like put this in my mouth and like, wouldn't be okay with these ingredients going in my mouth and like, I shouldn't, you know, I should be conscious about what is, what's going on my skin. So that's where I started my, my clean living journey and I detoxified my food and, and my personal care products. And I lived there for almost 20 years. And then it wasn't until I got pregnant with my first daughter, which was in 2016. And 
as a normal, as a, like a normal pregnant mama, I started, I was like, okay, I want to like build the nursery and all, you know, have all the things for the baby. And so I, I wanted to find a really great mattress and I came across this article. I just Googled and I came across this article on, um, organic mattresses. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> I'm like, I am used to organic food, but I'm like, what's an organic mattress? Like, this is like, that's weird. And so I looked into it and then I realized just like our food and just like our personal care products, there's like loads of stuff in just our home products, like our home decor, our cleaning products. So we not we might not be lathering these products on our skin or eating them, but they are still loaded with toxins and chemicals that are just free to be used. Yeah, and, and we're breathing that in, and right? We're like breathing so it in. We're laying on these things, breathing them in. And so this whole world was open to me. And I was like kind of a little annoyed at myself of like, Lonnie, why did you stop at personal care products? Like, why didn't you look into other things? It wasn't until I was pregnant and really starting to dive into these things in a more granular level that I really understood this. And so then this journey happened and I, I became a crazy obsessed person, according to my husband, just of, of like, I wanted to know what was in every single thing in our home. I wanted to like read all the, like look at all the labels, like read all, all about materials, like, and I just turned into this person. But I, in that journey, I, I found, I learned so much and I found how to shop for products in my home and all different areas of the home, not just what I was eating and putting on my skin, but all the other areas. And that was transformative. And then friends heard and then their friends heard. And so it got to a point where, you know, nine months in, I'm like about to have a baby and I'm getting people message me saying, Hey, so-and-so referred me to you and said that you researched some stuff <laughs> about like baby laundry detergent and other things. And can you, is this safe? And they were like screenshot and like sending me pictures of things. And so my husband's like, yeah, this sounds kind of like a business and you're really passionate about it. And you're just helping out all these people for free, which is amazing. But there's something else here. There's other mamas that care about this stuff. And so that's how the business was born. Oh, wow. What a story, Lonnie. I love it. And I also have like a million questions. So uh, <laughs> let's dive in. First of all, the first thing that came into my mind, I do have like this dyslexic brain and then I just like, <laughs> I have to know more. So what I want to know more about, you started with this mattress. And that's very interesting to me because I do know that mattresses, like they release, you know, if you buy the wrong mattress, it releases like these nasty, you know, chemicals even over time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've kind of got me at the limit of, of what I know about that. So let's just go right back to that original mattress uh, research and for the listeners and, and talk about, like, let's just say we've got a listener here who's kind of hearing this for the first time and going, what? Like, okay, we can talk about our laundry soap, but you started with sort of mattress and investigating everything in the home. So tell me about what you learned about mattresses that was so, that caused you to dive in and look at everything. What was it about mattresses that you learned? So not only are the materials themselves that the mattress is made out of are not great because they're all made out of synthetic materials. A lot of it is made out of, the foam itself is made out of polyurethane foam, which is a petroleum-based um, product. 
And so the foam itself, the materials itself, um, like if it's cotton or polyester, a lot of the materials itself have have been created with chemicals and different finishes and pesticides and all kinds of things. So it's the materials that themselves that are bad, but then not only that is they all get sprayed with a flame retardant because it's a mattress and you need it to be flame resistant, right? For fires and things like that. There's like code and stuff that it has to have. And so the easy way to make things flame retardant is to just spray it with a chemical wash finish and then it becomes flame flame retardant um, and resistant. But that chemical spray flame retardant is like now like proven to be linked to cancers and all different kinds of things. And so they are, the U.S. has now, you know, banned some of these flame retardants, not all of them. Um, some of them, like the, the, the big culprits that have been definitively linked to cancers, like those have been banned. But there's I mean, there are others that are still allowed these chemical flame retardants. And I'm just like, 10 years from now, they're going to be like, these are now banned, <laughs> right? Because it takes years and years of the studies to prove that these things are linked to cancers or hormone disruptors or whatever else. And so as a consumer, just because something has not yet been linked, their previous versions of these things were linked to cancer. So what's to say that these ones aren't, they don't have, the studies aren't done yet and they're oh, still yeah. in studies. So you gotta, you, you know, that was, I'm like, you, my baby is going to be like sleeping on this thing for 18 hours a day. Right. And this off gassing doesn't happen. It like, you know, when you open up, like if you've ever opened up a mattress or opened up something and you get that, like that, those fumes that after like you open the plastic, oh, and yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. get that like, and it sometimes it gets smell. you, gives you a light headache. Right. But then that, that, that those fumes dissipate like after a week or so. So I think people feel like, oh, okay, I just aired it out and now it's good. It continues to off gas for like 15 years. So even oh. though you don't smell it as sharply each day, you know, right when you open it is where you get the biggest width of it and, and you can really smell it. It's still slowly off gases for like 15 years. So that was eye opening to me. I was like, how are they able to spray baby mattresses with these chemicals that are now being linked to cancer and will be probably linked to cancer and it just be fine. So I found better alternatives. <laughs> okay. That so that, you know, that's really compelling and I, we're fully aware and we've certainly seen in the food industry, how these miracle foods come along and then they're proved. And then 10 years later, they are, you know, oops, they're not healthy. Of course, a big, you know, popular one was margarine. At one point, margarine was like, margarine is so healthy. <laughs> So healthy. <laughs> so good for you. It's like the new health food. And then of course, years later. And so for any listeners who are not familiar with this, it's absolutely the case that, you know, things get passed, but we can't really see the true effects uh, for several years. And so in many cases, you know, things are unknown. Now, speaking of that, I still want to, I want to stick with this mattress thing. Because now you talked about the importance of flame retardant, and I, I would imagine listeners are going, yes, I want that. <laughs> I want a flame retardant mattress, and maybe it's worthwhile breathing some fumes because these are organic mattresses. Are they just going to, you know, um, are they safe? So can you speak yeah. to me a little bit about that? 
Yeah, because still in the U.S., you still cannot sell a mattress if it's not flame resistant. It's illegal. <laughs> so, okay. but, but the thing is, is that, for example, like if you look at organic mattresses, um, which I did buy, they are wrapped in wool, right? So there's like a layer of foam, there's a layer of wool, and then there's whatever that top layer is. Wool is a natural flame retardant. Okay. So you even see, um, you even, my, my really good friend, she makes organic kids clothing, baby clothing, and they have a sleep sack that babies can sleep in. And most sleep sacks and like kids clothing have flame retardants added to them because clothing also has to be flame resistant, especially like pajamas and nightgowns and things like that. But she lines her baby sleep sack with merino wool because that makes it flame resistant and it still complies and it meets all the federal regulations of flame resistance, but it's wool and it's not a chemical spray. Is it soft? Because when I think of wool, I think itchy. Itchy? <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's the wool isn't actually touching your skin. It's on the inner layer. Oh, how cool. Okay. So I think this is going to be my final question about mattresses, I promise. <laughs> and then we'll move on to other stuff because I know we're here to talk about de detoxifying the home. Oh, I, I do want to get to the productivity piece too, because that's so up my alley. But my last question about the mattresses, I believe, depending on what you answer, is that, so that foam in the center, is that foam also organic or is that, have they have been able to create it? Because I know that foam releases a lot of um, off -gassing. nasties to off-gassing. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks for helping me. Uh, off-gassing. So is the foam in these mattresses also the same foam and then it's wrapped in the wool or are they structurally just using a different kind of foam? All the materials are different. So most organic mattresses are made out of natural materials, not synthetic. So synthetic is going to be that polyurethane foam made out of man-made petrochemical based petroleum products, right? Um, the foam in an organic mattress is made out of natural latex and that comes from the rubber tree like an actual tree that's like growing in the forest, they use the rubber from that tree to make the foam for these mattresses. So it could be a wool core layer. It could be a natural latex rubber layer. There's a lot of different types of natural. Um, there's, there's, there's another, um, there's another natural product called Kapok. It feels like wool. Um, some people get um, allergies from wool, so they can't have, an actual wool like product, but Kapok is, um, it comes from a plant and it's kind of like cotton. It's a little more dense. And so they can create, you know, foam and cores out of, out of that material. So there's a lot of natural materials that can be used in cushions and mattresses that are not petroleum based. Lonnie, before the show, you were, we were talking about green washing kin, and I was really shocked by what you mentioned to me. Can you share a little bit about what greenwashing is in this arena? Yes. Yeah, so greenwashing is essentially a marketing tactic and manufacturers, because they are focused on making money and capitalism and all the things, they are aware that there is this consciousness now with consumers who are getting smarter about the materials and the ingredients and the chemicals, because there's this whole new, you know, generation that is cares about these things. 
And what they're doing is they're capitalizing on that and they're creating products with the spin to make it seem like it's toxin-free, to make it seem like it's natural, to make it seem like all of these things when in fact, it's still just loaded with the same chemicals. And so this is what we call green washing um, because they do it on purpose. Um, it is completely intentional. And, and, and consumers who are not savvy fall for it. And it's very sad and it makes me angry because these terms are not regulated. You can say that something is toxin-free, natural, um, eco-friendly, whatever it is. It sounds great, but these are not regulated terms. It's not like organic, as an example. Organic is a regulated term. You cannot sell an organic food without it meeting the qualifications. But you could say it's all natural. What does that mean, right? That's not a, you know, even with food, that's not a, that's not a, it's not a regulated term. So with these types of products, home products, personal care products, there's no regulation around these terms. So, so manufacturers are using these terms freely and it's called greenwashing. So a perfect example, we were talking about mattresses. Um, there's these mattresses that have now sprung up over the last five years and they are marketed as eco foam or eco mattresses or soy foam, or green foam, <laughs> not the color green, but like green, meaning clean green foam, right? So there's all these mattresses now, and they all have these names, and but they're not organic, because again, you, organic has some regulation, but they're using these terms, and they're actually charging a lot more for these products. And so people are saying, oh, I got the green mattress, or I got the eco foam mattress, when you really dig in and when you really look at the ingredients, when I talked about petrochemicals, petroleum-based polyurethane foam, these mattresses are 90% polyurethane foam, petrochemical, petroleum-based. They are 10% like soy foam or bamboo fabric or whatever it is that they've added to it to make, to, to feel good about themselves, calling it green or eco. Um, but they are just as bad. It is not worth the extra money to pay. I'd rather you just buy the 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 conventional polyurethane foam because that extra 10% soybean oil, it's a little bit better for the planet. Not really. So that is greenwashing. And you're paying a lot more and then you're not getting the benefit. So how can people avoid this? That, that was really interesting when you were talking to me. So how, how do we avoid this as consumers? because we're running around going oh okay well that's not a regulated term and that's not yeah i've, I've always laughed at the one that like organics organics you know with an x i'm like that means nothing <laughs> that means nothing yeah. so that means nothing yes <laughs> yeah that means nothing like their name would be their name their brand name is organics but their product isn't organic yes <laughs> yeah so i've i've laughed at that one a few times things like that but it's it's not funny because it is it's duplicitous and it's duplicitous like you said it's it's knowingly try to trick people in who care give them what something they really didn't want and charge them more it's actually it is despicable. so how help us yeah how to consider I wish it was like I think that. it's completely unethical but it's legal it is legal it's unethical I think but it's legal um 
So here's how you can avoid it. One, know the, know, you know, you can learn the ingredients. You can use apps like Think Dirty, EWG. They have um, EWG. There's a website, Environmental Working Group. Um, they call companies out on their BS. <laughs> um, and so they're not perfect because they're still like a, a entity that's, you know, that that's, you know, has to exist, but, but they are, it's a good step in the way. Like if you're just looking at a product, run it through the EWG, see if it's a red or a yellow or something like that. See the ingredients. They actually tell you which ingredients make it red, like why it's red. So just really understanding these ingredients and, and researching it in some of these apps is a good thing or buying products that have third-party certifications. Um, because then you know what it is, what they're saying has some truth to it. So for example, when it comes to organic, cotton and certain organic fibers, uh, GOTS, which is, stands for the Global um, global Organic Textile something, right? It's GOTS, G-O-T-S. It's a third-party certification body. Every, the whole entire supply chain has to be certified organic. Um, and they have, and they'll tell you exactly what that means, but it's the whole supply chain. It's a very strict standard. So if I'm buying organic cotton, I'm going to make sure that it's you know, that it's got certified or something like that. Um, Green Guard certified for VOCs, for example. So when you buy baby furniture now, sometimes it has that Green Guard certified label or Green Guard gold certified labels, um, because that means a third party has actually tested the VOCs in the finishes and in the, in the final product to make sure that there's a minimum level of off-gassing that's happening. So there's these certifications that you can, that you can look at um, that give you a little bit more peace of mind that you're not just being greenwashed. Brilliant. Oh my gosh. I love it. Wow. Okay. Thank you. You know what? That That's awesome. And so I, I would guess that you, have you done this for all your furniture? I, I'm just picturing you back in days where you're like looking at the labels. <laughs> like what level did you take it to? Did you take yes. it to your couch, your sofa, your chairs, your, did you take it to the urethane? I, on your I eventually table? did everything. <laughs> Yeah, I eventually did everything. I mean, I, I think it's unreasonable to ask people to, to really detoxify their entire home all at once. So I'm really strategic about it. And like when I talk to clients, because they're like, this sounds really expensive. I'm just like, you know, think about it, right? Just think about where it makes sense. If, if it, your mattress, that's one of the first places I would say start, but not, you don't have to start now. Like the next time you need to buy a mattress, maybe think of buying a, a slightly healthier, healthier option um, because your mattress you sleep on for eight hours versus the dining chair <laughs> cushion. Like, you know, you're, you're sitting on that for like a 30 minute meal and you're not laying your face on it, you know? So it makes sense to do certain areas first and certain products first. But yes, the, I mean, my cushion, my foam and my sofa used to be polyurethane, petrochemical, petroleum-based foam. Now it's made out of these natural materials that I was just talking about. So even my sofa cushions now are clean <laughs> and, you know, more eco-friendly and more sustainable. And it's, it's better for us, but it's also better for the planet. You know, these petrochemicals, petroleum-based factories, like they're, I mean, just to make these products, they're I mean, lots of chemicals are going into the waterways and all, all the things. So it's not only is it healthier for you in, act, in your actual home environment, but it's also better for the environment too and all of the runoff and everything that comes from manufacturing these types of products. So that makes me curious. Is, is it known that the creation of these products does have less of an impact on the environment, like the actual creation as well, not just the end product? Typically, yes. 
Typically, yes, because take organic cotton, for example, well, cotton, like regular cotton is a natural, it's a natural material. So I, I would always say, if you're looking at something that's like nylon or polyester, that's like literally synthetic man-made, it's always good to go more natural. Um, cotton is natural, but organic cotton is even better than natural cotton or non-organic conventional cotton because cotton is one of those crops that uses the world's most pesticides in the manufacturing process. Um, um, so it's like those pesticides get into the water and use way more water. So to, to manufacture organic cotton uses less water, no pesticides, less chemicals, right? So even in the manufacturing of natural fibers, um, it still can be toxic in, the, in terms of the manufacturing process and hard on the environment. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I have, I have so many questions, but I want to sort of get to the, I know that I want to, so many questions. I could talk to you about this for a long time because it's true. I mean, we really need to keep our air, we're breathing it, we're putting our face on this mattress. And I know now in your work, in your business, are you, we talked about the toxins. Are you focused a lot on the cleaning chemicals or the fabrics or both? Everything. 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 Because okay. the chemicals, like your like your laundry detergent. So, you know, those are the quick wins. Getting someone to change out their sofa and their mattress and their furniture, that's a lot harder than like getting them to swap laundry detergent and other things. So when you start the detoxifying process, I like to go in that order. I'm like, how's the food that you're eating? How's the your personal care products? Then like, how are your cleaning products? Because to get you to swap Tide is a lot easier than me to get you to swap your whole mattress, right? So those chemicals, we'll again, <laughs> still get into your, <laughs> still get into your fabric, still, still rub against your skin, you know, and all of those things. Um, so cleaning products are a big, a big source of, of toxins in your home because they get into the air that you're breathing and you're ingesting. Um, and so, and, and so we could talk about Tide if you well, want. Well, we will, but before I do want to talk about Tide, I mean, I'm kidding. I knew, I knew getting on this call with you, I'd be like, this is going to be an expensive podcast for me <laughs> because I'm, because I already believe the, the reason why is because I already believe and I already know, and I've already cleaned up my diet and I've already cleaned up my you know, personal care items. And so I'm at that spot that you were at when you said, wait a second, why haven't I looked at this air I'm breathing? Before we do talk about Tide, the beginning of the show is about how detoxifying the home increases your well-being and productivity even. And so I'd still like to dive a little bit to that because I get that we're cleaning, you know, we're breathing better air and that the stuff is against our skin and that there's maybe this distal relationship with the idea of cancer or getting sick, but we know that human beings are not very good at doing proactive things for their health. You know, we can have a sore elbow or a sore shoulder for a year and then, or a sore knee for a year. And then finally we can't walk and that's when we go get help. And when physio might've helped us start walking and avoid surgery, as a rule, we'll wait for the point at which we can't walk anymore and then go on, oh, I, I need a new knee. Um, so we're not typically very yeah. good at being proactive. Uh, 
right? Like you, I think you probably know this being in this world. Mm -hmm. So can you bring it into today? What's because we're, because we grew up with this stuff. There's a lot of us going, well, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, well, you're okay now, you know? So we grew up with this stuff. Yeah. It's been all around <laughs> us. And, and so what is the immediate benefit that we might experience from making these changes? Yes. So great. And I hear this over and over and over again. I'm like I grew up using Tide. I grew up with the toxic mattress. And so here's the thing. Toxins build up in the body over time. And the, the, we call it this overall like toxic burden, right? And so Yes, being exposed to some chemicals right now, it's like you're not getting cancer tomorrow, you're not, you know, you're not feeling those immediate impact, but it builds in the body over time and more increased exposure basically prevents your body from de from doing what it's supposed to naturally do, which is detoxify. Your body is supposed to be to naturally detoxify, but when you overload it with an excessive amount of chemicals, it stops to be able to detoxify in the way that it should. And this, the quote that I love, love, love is like, because there's a lot of controversy around what's linked to cancer and what really causes it and what doesn't. And, you know, I have, it's in my genes. So does it even matter? Like if it's genetic and everything else, but there's a quote, and I think it was by Dr. Dr. Judith Stern, I think said this, and it's your genetics loads the gun, the environment pulls the trigger. And so you might be predisposed to different autoimmune diseases, cancers, other illnesses. And what's going to happen is when you overexpose your body to chemicals just in everyday life, that's what's going to pull the trigger. So you can have a say in your health, even if you are even if it's in your genes, you can have a say on what actually happens and reducing that toxin, that toxic burden that your body is experiencing helps because a lot of these chemicals do affect your hormones and they affect your body's ability to operate in the way that it's supposed to. And 40 years ago, there weren't as many chemicals in the world. So you using Tide 40 years ago is not going to have the same impact as you using Tide now because there are hundreds of thousands of more chemicals today than existed 40 years ago when we were using this stuff. So it's not about things have gotten worse. It's just the overall chemical exposure in our world has increased dramatically to the point where our bodies can now no longer fight it off the toxic mattress like it could easily do 40 years ago. And so you see this in a lot of the increases in respiratory issues with children even. Like I think I think the stat that I've seen, this is the environmental working group, the EWG, they put a lot of stats out and statistics and all of their research around these, these chemicals. They said that, I think it was like 20 years ago or something, it was like one in 30 children suffered from like a respiratory illness, like asthma or whatever. Today, that number is one in three. Children have not changed. <laughs> children are still children. The environment has gotten more toxic. The environment, our, our just natural exposure daily has increased. So those children who were exposed to some of these things 20 years ago, it was the, it's the overall load that you have to look at, not the individual item. 
Okay, that this was, is super fascinating. I I really you got you got me with that, and that makes sense because I was thinking while you were speaking about clothes that I wore growing up, and the labels would basically be cotton, you know, wool, mm-hmm. <laughs> like natural fibers, mm-hmm. and I, I remember. I mean, I'm dating myself here, but I remember sort of in my late teens as you started seeing these much more blends and polyesters and they they weren't a part of my world when I was little. And so it makes sense to me that mm-hmm. we have an if we have an increasing toxic load that we're not getting rid of that these that's going to accumulate over time. That so that was really interesting, Lonnie. You and what it looks some, like yeah and what it looks like in in kids oh sorry too what it yeah and when it when it looks like in kids and what it looks like even in our own selves is because people will say oh i use this stuff and i'm fine and i'm normal but i'm like let's define normal and fine because people have headaches people have a hard time sleeping people um you know have excess weight gain sometimes unexplained right these are all could be manifestations of your environment, right? When you're in your natural state and your body is able to detoxify and your body is able to do the things that it should, you should not have unexplained headaches. You should not have unexplained weight gain when you're like exercising, you feel like you're eating healthy um, because when your hormones get disrupted because of some exposure to different chemicals that are hormone disruptors, like definitively proven to be hormone disruptors, those are things that are supposed to be regulating these things in your body, right? Regulating headaches, reg- regulating weight, regulating some of these other things. So in the short term, yes, you're not getting cancer today, but you're, you're seeing the impact of chemical exposure in the form of a light headache, in the form of I'm not sleeping my best. You know, like I get, I wear a fitness tracker and I track my sleep and I'm getting like 80 to 90 sleep scores. And I look at my clients and they're like in the sixties and I'm like, you know, not saying it's just the chemicals, but I'm saying when you change your lifestyle in this way, you start to see little improvements in these other areas that start to tell you that what you're doing is making a difference. My sister-in-law uh, got diagnosed with breast cancer. And one of the things when you get diagnosed with cancer, one of the things that they have you do is reduce your toxin exposure. Why? Why would they have you do that? <laughs> right? Because they know that these things prevent your body from healing and recovering in the way that they should be. Right? So yeah. All right. You got you- got me. I'm ready to talk about no time. No. Okay. So I'm actually, what I, that's really powerful. Um, I think that does really drive home what the reason why we should be concerned now. This isn't some, why do we need to wait to get a diagnosis to do something as available to us as cleaning up our home? So I really hear you on that. Um, what would you suggest, so what are you focusing on? What products do you focus on? You very, you talk about the doability of this. So where should we go next with this conversation to help, to help the listeners like navigate what to do in their home? Like, let's assume like me, I'm like, okay, you convinced me. <laughs> I have to pay attention to this. What do I do next? Okay. So if you are bought in now to the idea that reducing toxins in your home are, is going to help you sleep better, which improves productivity, right? Minimize headaches, have better clarity focus, right? Because now your body is 
not working in overdrive, trying to detoxify. Now you're giving it space to actually do what it's supposed to do, which leads to healthy, you know, healthier body and more productivity. So if you're bought into this idea, then there are some things that you can do. And I, there's some free things that you can do. So let's talk about that so that people just take a breath and not feel like everything in their house is going to be killing them over time. So some free, easy, quick things that you can do. And then I can talk about some of the more, okay, once you pass that level, here are some of the next things that you can do. So first things first, toxins are in our home without a doubt. They're in there. Even, even my home, which is like the cleanest home I could build, you know, and, and make it, there's still toxins in here because you walk outside and there, you pick up, there's pesticides and all kinds of stuff and out in the world and you come in your house. And so the one first thing you can do is don't wear shoes in the house. Like that's an easy thing. Just take off your shoes at the front door because a lot of the toxins can get tracked in from just the bottom of your shoes. So that's a free, easy thing is just like stop wearing shoes in the home because you're tracking in lots of chemicals that are out there in the world coming into your home. What happens is, is those chemicals get kicked up into the dust and then you breathe and inhale that dust. So removing shoes in the home is good. Our homes are now very energy efficient. They should be, right? But because they are energy efficient, there's nowhere for the toxin, toxic air and the stale air to like go because it's, everything is so tightly confined these days. Before 40 years ago, we didn't have energy efficient homes. There were like leaks and things can escape. Nowadays, everything gets trapped. And so a simple thing is opening your windows for 15 days, 15, 15 days, 15 minutes a day. Um, even if you can't do this daily, even if you can do it just for like a couple times a week, what you're doing is you're letting some of that toxic air out and you're letting fresh air come in and circulate. Um, if you have an air purifier, that's even better and that can help too, but you still need to open your windows, turn fans on, get some of that toxic air out, vacuum frequently because a lot of, like I said, a lot of the toxins are in the dust. So if you dust frequently, you vacuum with the vacuum that has a HEPA filter with it, you can remove a lot of the toxins that are there, which will, which will minimize you inhaling, you know, those toxins. If we're just talking about the, the airborne, you know, VOCs and just things like that. There are air purifiers out there that can remove VOCs from the air. VOCs are volatile organic compounds. They are typically found in like foams and finishes, the paint in your home, stains, like if you have like hard furniture that has stains, um, they're in like carpet and things like that. So there's a lot of VOCs that can off gas. And so there's air purifiers that can remove those from your home. So even if you're like, I can't buy new furniture, I can't do these things, I could at least start to get rid of these things out of the air so that the air that I'm breathing is a little fresher. So those are Should some... we be worried about paint as well? Yes. Just... Yes. There's lots of chemicals in paint. Um, VOCs. So they, but they make, they make low VOC paint now. I mean, five years ago, it was really hard to find even low VOC paint, but now you could just go to your local hardware store and find a low VOC paint. Um, and that just means it's not, it's not going to off gas as many. It's like it, when to, in order to be called low VOC, it has to be like a, a minimum, like parts per million or whatever in terms of VOC content. So, um, you know, water-based paints are better than oil-based paints because oil-based paints have a lot more chemicals that off gas from them. So yeah, anything with the finish, you know, water-based, um, low VOC 
Um, formaldehyde is another one that off gases. And fortunately, California is like really, really getting in front of this because uh, Europe has already got like way, their standards in Europe are way better than, you know, here in North America. But the formaldehyde is in the glues and the resins and anything that has like stickiness. So, um, like there's so many products like pressed wood products have been glued together with formaldehyde based adhesives that just off gas formaldehyde, <laughs> um, which is formaldehyde is a known, you know, carcinogen, right? Like this is, this is known. Um, but there's, you know, now there's like all of these carb two compliance and in order to sell in California, they have to have minimized, you know, formaldehyde. So we're moving in the right direction in terms of, you know, putting requirements on manufacturers. But again, like you, there's no, you know, there's no label, right? And if you don't live in California and you live somewhere else, there's no guarantee. So there's things like this, like if you're going to paint your home, you know, think of a more eco-friendly less toxic paint, right? If you're going to like refinish furniture, you know, go, go with those healthier, healthier options. Um, another thing is chemicals in our cleaning products. And a lot of, a lot of the, the, yes, there are other chemicals in these products that are like hormone disruptors and carcinogens and things like that, but the fragrance itself is really bad. And the reason why is because the manufacturers don't have to disclose what's in that ingredient fragrance. All that you see on the bottle is fragrance and it's one ingredient. It could literally mean 400 chemicals because in, in, especially in the United States, I don't know how this is in Canada, but in the United States, there's trade secret law and a lot of manufacturers have been able to hide some nasty stuff in that ingredient fragrance, because based on trade secret law, they don't have to disclose what's in the fragrance because that's their proprietary thing. So manufacturers, like they've, you know, there's been studies where they've tested products that look clean because it's like, oh, it's only like five ingredients, but one of the ingredients is fragrance. It's really 400 ingredients within that one word. And they were able to find, they had a third party lab test and they were able to find like phthalates, and like all of this like bad crap that are like, that cause cancer, linked to cancer, like with all the studies even, and they were hiding in that word fragrance. I'm so talk about my tide. if you were going to buy Tide, buy an unscented <laughs> Tide. <laughs> unscented Tide would be better than scented Tide, right? Because you know that if it's unscented, they don't have that word fragrance there. You know that they can't be hiding stuff typically, but, um, it's the fragrance in a lot of these products. And so if you look at these apps like EWG or like a, the think dirty app, for example, anytime a product and they, they kind of score the products like, like, um, personal care products, cleaning products. And if it's like a one, it's like a dark green. And if it's like a 10, it's like red. And this is like, do not buy this. Any product that has the word fragrance in it is always, unless these, the company has specifically disclosed what's in that, it's an eight red or higher. Oh, so wow. that's a quick, easy thing to do is like when you're buying products, go for the unscented, uh, non-fragrance versions because you're going to, it's going to be a little bit healthier than the one with the fragrance. But that's not the distance, right? What would, what would going the distance look like? By that, I mean, well, you know, I think yeah, going to just, yeah, yeah, if I'm going to change what I'm buying, just change it to the best thing. What, yeah. what would that be? 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's different levels. So like I would, if, if you were just going to like your local regular store, instead of buying Tide, I'd buy the seventh generation, the seventh generation, it's like yellow, but it's going to, it's going to not have the harsh red ingredients that like the Tide would have. These are the things that are hormone disruptors that are bad for the environment, maybe cause, cause cancer, different things. It's gonna be yellow, right? So that's gonna be like your mid tier, like a seventh, like a brand like seventh generation, for example. Um, but then you could go even a step further and do like, I don't know, a brand like Puracy or something like that because it's green, meaning there's not, there are no ingredients in there are known to cause hormone disruption, cause cancer, you know, um, have uh, hidden, you know, chemicals in them. It's like a pure, clean product. And people are like, well, does it work as good? Yes, because the world has gotten better. If this was 15 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, you're going to be sacrificing some of the clean, you know, it's not going to get tied fresh, you know, <laughs> but nowadays they have come a long way. Like these products now are like just as good as you know, the tides, but look, they're not scented with the fragrance, chemicals, synthetic, you know, artificial stuff. They're scented with like essential oils and natural, natural fragrant things that still smell really good. You can still get good smelling things, you know, spearmint and I don't know when, you know, the, all the, all the healthier net more natural scents. Actually, I way prefer lavender, lavender. Cows. Yeah. Those, you know, I wouldn't, think of putting a toxic thing in my bath. I wouldn't like I walk in and I smell those smells and they're repugnant to me. I do actually clean. I have these neat shams that I use and they if you just put water on them and do a window, they come out like sparkling. So I actually yes. use so much better than a, using Windex. Windex so bad. Yeah, no, there's no need. Um so I actually use almost no that was the last sort of, I think I, I use natural floor stuff, but that last thing was like, will my clothes come clean? And so then when you're describing the use of essential oils, I'm like a, yeah, like I did the makeup, I did the bath care, I did everything. And now you're telling me I can get laundry detergent with essential oils. I mean, that's kind of like heaven. I know we're running out of time, so but I do want to ask you a couple more questions because I'm, I'm just loving this. Who I know you work with people. What do you do when you're like, what kind of person comes to you to detoxify their home? And, and what do you do? Because you said you started a business around, what is your business? I have a, well, one, I have a, a online store. So I sell pillows and bath towels and rugs and home products that are certified organic and safe for the home. So it's kind of like a place where you can you know, you can buy things. So I, I, I sell things in the store, but then I also have services where I help people actually detoxify their home and we do audits and we kind of help them look at where they are. And I have, you know, um, I basically send them these little meters to like test their VOC levels to just see what we're working with and, and then give them some strategies on, okay, let's reduce the overall toxins in your home. We then test again, like after we've made some changes to see, how that, you know, how that load has changed. Most of the people who come to me, to be honest, they have, they have some skin in the game and wanting to make these changes. So they're either pregnant or they have small kids at home because, um, I think it's the EW, EWG, the environmental working group that says this, or the EPA, one of them, I get them confused sometimes, but 
the, um, your, your lifetime of cancer risk, um, happens, the majority of it happens in the first two years of life. So if you can reduce your baby's exposure from age zero to two, if you can reduce their exposures to toxins in the home, it, it basically sets them up for their lifetime of cancer risk, um, outside of like, you know, genetics and everything. So, so, um, people with small children, people who are getting pregnant or are pregnant, um, they have a lot of skin in the game and they really want to like do the work to make some of these changes. So those are like a lot of the people that I see other people have and are suffering from ailments or issues. They have, you know, um, maybe they're a cancer survivor and they're now in remission and they're like, my doctor told me I need to detoxify my my home and reduce my um, toxic exposure so my cancer stays, you know, um, or people are just like, I'm not feeling optimal. Like I'm getting headaches. I get migraines. I have all these things and like nothing explains it in the traditional medical world. And so I think if I reduce my exposures, maybe that'll help with my headaches or things like that. So sometimes people have things happening um, with their health that they're like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I've tried everything else. I'm willing to like take a look at my home and reduce some of the toxins in my home. So those are the people that I tend to work with in terms of like my clients and my services. Yeah. Yeah, this is amazing. Lonnie, I want to say thank you for deciding that you needed a passion business because I think I think I intuitively got rid of a lot of stuff and bought like, you know, natural makeups and I don't wear a lot of makeup anyway, but when I wear it, it's the natural stuff. So I actually have a friend also in California. I remember being at her house and she had a young child. She was making all her own makeup. She was literally crushing strawberries. <laughs> dried strawberries to make blush and stuff like that. And this is a gorgeous woman. I mean, like just dropped dead beautiful woman. And I remember just being amazed at how she created all of these things. And who wouldn't want a strawberries instead of like God knows what? Uh, and why wouldn't I want that to be around me? Getting back to na the natural things. Yeah, it's yeah. just getting back to the natural things. I mean, we eat out of so much plastic now. It's just like glass. Our My grandma used to cook out of a cast iron pan. And a cast iron pan is like the best pan that you can cook out of. Now, we everybody cooks out of these non-stick, Teflon-coated, like, chemicals, like, from, you know, like, I mean, if you've seen the movie Dark Waters and you know about the whole DuPont scandal thing, you know those non-stick coating on your pan and your cooking and everything's just getting leached into your food. Like, I mean, our grandma's cooked with cast iron. <laughs> Like they drank out of glass, like there was no plastic, you know, back then in the 60s and the 50s, like all of this Tupperware and plastic and everything came later. If you just get back to just living how they used to live, you know, back then, you really reduce your toxin exposure. I'm in. You got me. I'm hooked. I hope that uh, the listeners of this episode are too, because I think it's very clear. What you breathe, you are. What you eat, you are. What your skin is your biggest organ. If you wouldn't roll your heart around in something, you shouldn't let your skin touch it. You know, like it's just, I get it. I love the, yes. I get a little yes. mouth, but I, yes. as you were talking earlier, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I would not take my organ and roll it around in chemicals. And that is yeah. what, right. Has, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm hooked. Actually, I'm, I'm going to, I'm in the process of, of looking 
this year, not in a rush for a place, but I can tell you when I put that new place together, I'm going to be doing it Lonnie style. Yes. Yes. And I have a lot of, you know, I, I, like I share a lot of ingredients to avoid, you know, so I have a lot of this just out there in the world, you know, and on my website, you know, so I have a lot of this, you know, free advice that's out there. So when you, you know, when, if people are interested, there's a lot of information out there now that, you know, can make it easier and you don't have to do hundreds of hours of research like I did. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I'm going to ask you about all of that in a second where I'm sure people want to learn more. Before I do, do you ship to Canada? Because I'm Canadian. (laughs) Um... Some of the, some of the brands that we sell do ship to Canada. So, um, I do have some Canadian customers that have asked me which, which, yeah, some brands do. And I can tell you because there are some brands that are freely sold in Canada. So I can tell you what those brands are and what to look for and things like that. So. So that's for all my Canadian friends and yeah, let's thank you so much for, for joining on the show. I have to think that the listeners are going to want to learn more. I will include uh, all your links in the show notes. You don't have to spell them out, but could you just guide listeners? Where should they go next? How could they uh, learn more about you and more about what they might do in their homes? Sure. So, um, so my uh, main website is entirelyeco.com. So just spelled exactly how it sounds, entirelyeco.com. And, um, and so there's a lot, I have a blog, there's, there's lots of information there. Um, for my mamas and people that are pregnant and just want information around all the baby stuff, wholesomenest.co. So .co, wholesome nest. That's where I kind of originally had it all in one brand, but I really wanted to separate out all the baby things because I do get a lot of men that come and, and single men that come to Entirely Eco. And so when they saw all the baby stuff, they were like, ah, I don't know if I'm in the right place. So I separated out. So I have a whole site dedicated to to baby things. Um, and so baby products and what are the safe ones and things like that. So that's wholesomenest.co. And then I, and then Instagram, Instagram, um, for both companies entirely at entirely eco and at wholesomenestco on Instagram, I give content daily and it's about what ingredients to look for safer swaps, like all kinds of, you know, goodies there. Amazing. Listeners, I'll have all the links for you in the show notes. I think cleaning up our air, detoxifying our home, enhancing our well-being, our productivity, our health, our health, our health and joy. Uh, Lonnie, you are awesome. Thank you for sharing all of this with me today. It's been amazing having you on the show. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. I know this isn't the sexiest topic in the world, but I think it's an important one. So I really, really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, I couldn't agree more that this is an important one. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Thinking Vitamins podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, comment, follow, and come to thinkingvitamins.com where you can sign up to get our newsletter and additional free training. Thinking Vitamins with Jill McKay.